you're listening to Living Alone Together. I am your only host, Yen. So a caveat today is that、um, English is difficult, and I am a little bit tipsy today, and、um, I think I do sound tipsy. <laughs> and so I don't really care if I make any mistake in my speaking,、um, as if I actually cared before. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, yeah, where should I start? I suppose I should explain my absence for almost a month. Basically, a lot of bad things happened to me, and I was not in the mood to do to do this, or rather, to do anything.、Um, well, to be precise, exactly one bad thing happened to me, but it resulted in multiple days of bad mood, which I would count as multiple bad things.、Um, <laughs> I suppose I don't want to go into the, the whole story. The point is, I got scammed for the amount of a thousand and three hundred U.S. dollars. I think、uh, it was a telephone scam. I was on the phone for an hour, and、um, yeah, so they pretended that they 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 were the 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 bank, and I had to go over my account for some. Security reasons and blah blah blah, and I ended up transferring the money four times, and the total amount、um, was a thousand and three hundred U.S. dollars. And yeah, what am I supposed to say?、Um, I would say that I'm not exactly emotionally damaged in any way, as in I don't,、um, I'm not sad or. Confused or angry or frustrated, I none of that. I think I'm my reaction, my gut reaction is just that I probably shouldn't trust my judgment <laughs> that much anymore. And so, of course, I still feel a little bit bad. But the point is that the bigger problem is whether. I could really trust myself anymore, right? If I could, maybe I am just impaired in making judgments and in making decisions, and maybe I should just stop relying on my own thoughts so much. And that's that's a bigger problem than emotional damage, in my in my opinion. I think,、um, yeah. So that's kind of a problem in my life right now. <laughs> I just feel like.、Um, I should. I don't know what to do. Whether I should be more careful, right? In and go and and think、um, in in details a little bit more, or rather, I should go the opposite way, which is to look at the bigger picture and exclude the details because、um, maybe it's my obsession with details that.、Um, That led me to making the wrong judgments, right? I don't know. So that's kind of that's kind of a, a lurking, like a thing lurking in the background right now, where I feel like I shouldn't trust myself,、um, not at all, but I shouldn't trust myself that much, and I should seek others' opinion a little bit more. And yet, I feel like it's also a little bit dangerous to. To、um, become completely、uh, not confident with my own thinking, so so that's kind of my problem, and that's kind of what's been bugging me for the past month since the incident.
Um, I don't think I'll get the money back, and that's also quite unfortunate. I was gonna buy a camera. <laughs> I was gonna buy a road bike. None of that's gonna happen because I just lost all that money to to the scammers. Um, yeah, I still feel a little bit. Um, well, I, I wouldn't say overwhelmed by the incident, but I feel a little bit confused about my state of mind. Like, why would this happen to me, and why would I do that in a moment? And I was trying to break down the psychological tactics they used in the whole in the conversation.、Um, I feel like they are very professional. They have. They've they've strategized this pretty well, but still, most people don't get scammed. So I don't know what is it with me that <laughs> that we would、um, succumb to that. Anyway, so so yeah, that's the main. Sorry, that's the main incident、um, in in the past month between this episode and the previous one, and、um, otherwise. Um, nothing interesting really happened in my life, and、um, I gotta say, I am I'm pretty bored right now. Bored in a um, um, existential sense of of the word bored, but also just bored every single day, every single moment. I. I think I'm just bored with myself. I feel like I know my thought. I I I、uh, sorry. I know how my thought is going to proceed. I know、um, how I'm going to feel towards something. I know how I'm going to make my decisions. And、um, but then coupled with the 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 new thing where I'm gonna. Doubt my own judgment. I suppose it makes things a little bit more interesting, but in the end, <laughs>、um, I'm still me. I'm still trapped in the same mind, and、um, I still think in the same way, and I still prefer the same things. So、um, I, I don't think I can get out of this system, and so that's that's kind of boring、um, to living, and yeah. So today I was gonna go out and and drink at a bar, but the problem is, a lot of my coworkers go there, and I don't want to see them there. And yet, I don't really know anyone else besides my coworkers in this tiny town that I'm working, and so it's a, a huge conundrum. And <laughs> I ended up just staying home and not. Doing much, and so yeah, it's a sad day, and it's very boring. And I'm still recording because I just feel like talking to to the air. I suppose.、Oh、my God, my life sounds so miserable. All right,、um, I want to move on to something else, which is a new idea that popped into my mind. Um, very recently, and I want to try to lay it out and see if it works. Basically, it's the idea that ultimately you're going to、um, become part of the、um, taller parts of the bell curve. <laughs> I should make it more clear. Basically, most of us are, by definition, normal. Um, <laughs> um, let me. 
Let me illustrate this with a, a concrete example. So, um, but this is gonna sound, this is gonna be very, very cross. Maybe I should um, change the example. All right, so the idea is that when you're a baby, right? When, when you uh, were first, when, sorry, when you were born, when you first arrived on earth, and your daddy is holding you in his arms and looking at you, and um, your whole family is just so happy, and um, they are overwhelmed by joy, and the whole vibe is just joyful and um, having a huge sense of hope. I suppose that's what most families are like, or a lot of families are like, all right? And in that moment, when your dad is, well, when you are in your dad's arms, and he's looking at you, I suppose that nothing, absolutely nothing is in his mind. Maybe something trivial like, um, well, what should we have for lunch now? Or, uh, but I think not, not, not very important. I think mostly his mind is just filled with this, this blank, blankness or this peaceful feeling of joy, I think, I suppose, all right? And so naturally, he's not going to think about what you're going to do um, in the future. He wouldn't be, I, I, I imagine that most dads wouldn't, in that moment, wouldn't be thinking about you when you become 40, when you become 50, when you get cancer and all that stuff that um, comes later in life. I think most of the parents, I suppose, when they're holding you, they probably are just looking at you and marveled by how tiny you are and how pretty you are and all that. And um, adulthood, I mean, your adulthood in your mind, in their mind, um, is non-existent. I think, um, and I think in modern times or in some societies or the societies that I'm familiar with, I think in these societies, um, most parents treat children as a special gift to them or um, as someone very, very special and unique and a, a complete individual in <laughs> the complete sense of that, of the phrase complete individual in that you are unique, you, are, you have a name, you are a... a um, a single spirit, you are just yourself, and so that's what I mean by individual. And complete, I mean, by, by complete, I mean someone who is self-sufficient or someone who is, um, you know, who has all the parts of the body that they need and that um, eventually could could walk and someone who has an, his own mind and his own everything, right? So I think when parents are holding their newborn uh, for the first time in their arms, they are treating that baby as a complete individual or the joy comes from the fact that they treat the baby as a complete individual, right? Because, because, um, if they didn't, then it wouldn't make sense to feel all that joy. 
if when they're holding that baby, um, they are treating it as um, an incomplete flesh um, or some incomplete piece of meat, basically, that <laughs> they wouldn't feel joyful, right? In other words, when if okay, if your parents um, don't see you as a complete individual, what they're seeing is, let's say, the result of um, fertilization. They're seeing you as a uh, a normal animal, a result of a normal animal process or like a natural human um, activity. And if they just see you as a lump of flesh and they do not see you as someone who could uh, be self-sufficient or they see you as part of the whole ecosystem or they see you as um, not even as just part of the family, but they see you as um, a tiny, tiny invisible part of the universe, well, why, like, why all that joy if you're just holding some indiscernible piece of meat or lump of flesh um, in your arms, right? So, okay, back to the original point. I think most parents, when they're holding their baby for the first time, um, there is this assumption that this person is someone new, someone different, someone unique, and um, they will not have images of this person maybe getting cancer in the future or maybe um, becoming just some normal, in the statistic sense of the word normal, a normal adult and um, who has some job, who um, may be married or not, and who um, is going to do a bunch of normal things that most other people, most other adult people uh, would have done, right? They, they do not have that image or that picture in their mind. Rather, they just feel the whole glory of this unique person um, in their arms. Okay, so, <laughs> and so what I'm trying to say is that when this thought crossed my mind, right? It, it's actually, it's not, okay, it's not, I'm not projecting anything bleak or, or negative. I'm trying to, it's actually very comforting when I had this thought in my mind. Um, <laughs> so, okay, I, I'll continue. So basically, for example, when my own dad, um, when he was holding me in his arms for the first time, I suppose that, I hope, or I wish, <laughs> Um, I suppose that the same thing crosses his mind where he may marvel at um, just how tiny I am and all that. And so I think he, he, he took the complete individual route rather than the um, lump of flesh route, right? <laughs> right. So the thing is, the I don't know if I should use fortunately or unfortunately. The thing is, I think it's fair to say that Statistically speaking, I am not unique. I will end up um, being an adult female, and I'll end up being um, the way that a normal adult being, uh, sorry, a, a normal adult female will be, right? 
Um, that could mean a bunch of things. It could mean that, for example, that um, I will get my period between ages 12 to 17 or something like that. I don't know the statistics really, but I will get my period someday. I will, um, I, I don't know, uh, become a biological human female. And <laughs> that's, that's the biology. I don't really, um, it's, not, it's not the main point. Um, but in so many aspects of life, I think <laughs> maybe like 70% or 67% of my aspects of life will fall into the description of a normal adult woman living in, um, let's say, in Asia, right? And um, so I was talking about biology. Uh, let's think of other examples. Yeah, so for example, I would end up maybe meeting about 50 people in my life, or rather I would end up having 15 friends in my life. I think there's if there's like a, a chart documenting the number of friends a person will make in their entire life, maybe the number goes from from zero to 500, right? And uh, maybe 67% of the people, namely the uh, within the first standard deviation of the of the mean, 67% <laughs> of the population will have. I would say maybe 20 to, um, to 60 friends, right? And so there is a high chance that I will have 20 to, between 20 to 70 friends, uh, sorry, 60 friends in my, in my entire adult life, right? So that's maybe one thing that is normal about me. Another thing is maybe I will end up, um, statistically speaking, I'll end up having just one child or or, or two children, right? Between one, between zero and two children, right? So, um, and then you can, the list go, goes on and on. I think for some aspects of my life, I will be a little bit beyond the one standard deviation. So uh, maybe I'll fall into the 95th percentile, you know, below, between, in, into two standard deviations. Okay, I, I don't want to go, it's not so important. The point is, uh, for most things in my life, I will be, static statistically speaking, normal. And um, which is to say that um, there's nothing really special about me um, if we are looking at me from a statistics point of view. Because in the eyes of statisticians or in the eyes of scientists or sociologists, I am just, you know, that one person who matches the description for their research, right? I am, you know, as a, let's say, a 30-year-old um, woman, um, these are the things that are, that you can expect of me, right? I'm probably not going to have any cardiovascular disease. I'm probably not... I think, I don't know what's the new data, but I suppose at 30 years old, um, you are not going to, you're probably going to have zero to one children, and you will probably have, uh, I, I think one third of you would have a college degree, things like that, right? And I think, I think um, by definition, I'm just going to fall into the largest 
um, intersection of all of these traits because, well, that's the largest intersection. So it's going to hold the most number of people. Um, and um, maybe there will be one or two traits where I'm very rare, but um, for the most important traits, I suppose I will end up being um, being normal, right? Being in the um, within 67% of the population. So what am I, what's my point? The point is, um, yeah, I'm just a piece of data. I'm really just a lump of flesh to, to everyone else, to, to God, really, <laughs> for, to someone who's looking uh, from a, a bird-eyes bird point of view. I am just that lump of flesh who falls very nicely into their prediction. And um, there's nothing to, to be ashamed of or there's nothing to resist. I think, I think that's why um, it's actually very comforting to me, right? So basically, why did I have to in, um, in, invoke the father holding me image? The point is just that I, I, I'm using it as a metaphor. I feel like for like in, often, especially when you're in middle school, for example, you feel that, that angst towards everything. You feel that frustration with life. You feel the inability to, to really use all your energies properly. You feel that lack of understanding of a lot of things in the universe. You feel that you are that special snowflake who deserves better. You feel that um, a lot of people are just dumb and they don't know, especially the adults. They don't know anything about you. They don't know anything about your struggles and they are just very not empathetic. And you feel that there are so many things wrong with the society and basically you have that typical teenage mind and um, Sometimes you want to kill yourself, and sometimes you feel that um, there's nothing to look forward to. I'm not saying that you have a depression, but I think um, <laughs> I think a lot of teenagers feel that, and they feel that uh, mostly because they are still seeing themselves as that special baby in their father's arms. So they're taking their father's perspective um, when they take themselves so seriously. And they think that they are unique. They think that they are um, irreplaceable. And especially in schools, right? They ask you to think about what you want to be in the future, blah, blah, blah. And so I think that kind of training or that kind of environment pushes you to to think that you are really someone who could decide your fate and that your hard work um, has a lot to do with it and that you will end up in, um, in a place that you've chosen to be, right? So I think that's why teenagers are, are like that, right? They still, they, um, they see themselves through their father's eyes when in the same way that um, the father would when he's holding you for the first time. Um, and and um, that kind of anxiety, I think, fades um, gradually. And I think one becomes probably 
properly an adult when that image, the special snowflake baby image, fades away almost completely. And for a lot of people, I suppose that happens when they are from, I don't know, when they turn 30 and before they turn 35. And I think it's a slow transition, but I think gradually you're going to find out that, yeah, you know, you end up becoming just like everyone else. You are um, somehow, somewhere or another, you graduated from school, either high school or college, and you, somewhere or another, you probably um, um, had... Uh, have sex for a first time or or you been to this restaurant that looks so good but actually it's just just so um so bland and not so interesting uh somewhere or another you manage to get your driver's license somewhere or another you um have your first breakup somewhere or another you um get married somewhere or another, you have your first child, um, and so on and so forth. And it depends on the narrative of the time, right? It depends on the trend of the time. By definition, the trend depends on what most people are doing. And by definition, most people would include you. And so I don't know if the logic is correct, but the point is, the point is um, statistically speaking, you are just going to become like everyone else. And I think the difference between a real adult and someone who's not yet an adult, an adult is this, namely that you realize that you are just part of the statistics. And um, by the way, I'm not making any judgment. I, I'm not saying that um, an adult is better than a child or vice versa. I, I am not saying either. I just think that to me that image of the glittering baby <laughs> glittering baby, yeah. That that beautiful baby in, in the farm in the father's arms, that image to me is so revealing because I think I used to be um so frustrated with so many things in my life precisely because um, I take myself too seriously. I, or rather, um, I think that I am that baby still, right? And that I believe that my choices have a lot to do with my um, outcomes. And I believe that my moves actually matter and that my judgments actually make a difference and that, and all of that, right? And um, I'm starting to not believe in that, not because of the scam, right? It's just that when I look back uh, on my own life, I see that, yeah, I may have resisted some things, I may have thought about um, the otherwise, but uh, so far, I am just, very predictable. I think I'm very predictable to a sociologist. I'm very predictable to my my teachers in the past. I'm very predictable to I'm very predictable to my parents. I'm very predictable just in every single way, and uh, there's nothing exceptional about me. Exceptional as in statistically statistically speaking, um, exceptional. Um, 
I suppose I'm a little bit taller than the average woman、um, in the world, not just in Asia. In the world, I suppose I'm a little bit taller. Yes, but still, I'm within two standard deviations. I suppose I'm in the probably ninety fifth percentile or something.、Um, I think I suppose that. My overall upbringing and my overall trajectory of life follows very neatly, very neatly,、um, falls very neatly into the normal category. And、um, yeah, having this this thought、um, is actually very comforting, very very comforting, because it means that yes, I still have to make some decisions, but. I think there is this overpowering force behind my decision making that will make me fall in line. Is that the right way to say it? I'm not sure, but basically, ultimately, I will still make the decision that is quite normal, that is completely unexceptional, and that will have no surprises. So even if, let's say, I decide to、um, travel the world, and、um, and I. May be very very smug about it and think that look you know I'm doing this new thing that no one is doing but <laughs> by definition once I've done it、um, it's probably because so once I've chosen to do it、um, that will probably be that's probably because it's actually already the standard thing so、um, I'm not gonna be a pioneer of anything <laughs> and. By definition, because pioneers are very, very rare, and I don't think I'm going to be that person. So, so yeah. So all of this, this thinking,、um, is quite comforting because it means that I don't have to worry about making exceptionally wrong choices.、Um, because I'll probably end up making some average choice that is not so bad or not so and not so good, but not exceptionally good. But at least. It's not gonna be like in the first percentile or something where it's just like miserable and unbearable. No, I'm not gonna make that kind of choice. Whatever choice I make in life,、um, I could guarantee that it's probably something that a lot of people have done before, and it may not be the best choice, but I am gonna live through it, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. It's just that、um, it this has taken away a lot of my anxieties because, yeah, I still have to think. I still have to face my own thoughts. But、um, it's just it's just a process that that one goes through. It's just a process that God has given you so that you can feel that you、um, are the one making the decisions. But I think ultimately most of us、um, are going to make the normal choice, and we will do the normal thing, and that's totally fine.、Um, I'm not talking about you know free will versus determinism. Not not really that, but just that we do have statistics and we do have the bell curve, and it's it's probably the trend for most of the things in life. At least personally, I found that、um, yeah, I may have struggled making a decision in the past, but in the end, I am 
I am still quite normal in every sense of the word. So, so, so that yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Maybe that's why this scam was so shocking because I think most people、uh, don't get scammed, and this is probably one of the few areas where I'm exceptional. <laughs> I suppose I'm exceptionally stupid. I don't know what what is it with me, but. But yeah, so most things in life are just going to be predictable, and、um, I don't. Th- to me, this is this is、um, a place to be optimistic about because it means that that's that's great. You don't have to worry too much. You don't have to do too much work.、Um, you will probably end up being just like a good old Jane who who is totally fine, right? Anyway, maybe that's my new outlook on life.、Um, since I got scammed, maybe、um, it has to do with not trusting my own judgment anymore, but just let the flow decide everything. I don't know. I still have to wake up tomorrow. I still have to think a little bit. It's just that、um, I realize how ridiculous it is to to be that father and to look at yourself as some sort of special, complete individual, which is totally not true because. Because、um, we're not that unique. I I don't think any of us is unique in that sense of the word.、Um, and、um, so yeah, so that's a new revelation to my own mind. And、um, so 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 really, I'm not I'm not pessimistic. I'm not being critical about this. It's.、Um, It's a new episode of my own life, really, to to get out of that father face, <laughs> to get out of that birth hospital, and、um, and to move on into the bell curve. And、um, I, yeah, I still have to struggle. I still have to go through the emotions. But really, I think these are just emotions. These are just to. Uh, signal to yourself that you are alive and you're that you are likely an individual, and that、um, you could do you can make some decisions. But to God's eyes or to the mathematician's eyes, eyes you are just another data, another piece of data, and、um, you are not going to be an outlier, right?、Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any of this makes makes any sense. It's just that this is my new、um, outlook on life. It's my new way of thinking about stuff and my own、um, future, which is completely insignificant compared to the overall galaxy, <laughs> and also that. Um, the the exceptional thing has happened to me being scammed. That is, and so、um, I think in the near future, <laughs> nothing exceptional would happen to me anymore. I would most likely be part of the trend. I am going to just、um, do the popular things, which are completely not designed by me, but just because I am. A、uh, lump of flesh, in the end, and there is absolutely no, no way to to escape that bell curve. I think I think that's that.、Um, particularly for the let's say the the、um, 
milestones or milestone milestones of life. I think、um, that's probably going to be the trend where I'm going to end up、um, doing what what most people are doing, right? So.、Um, Yeah, another way to think about this is just that whatever you do, even if it looks exceptional, if you break down into smaller groups, you're probably the the norm in that group. Let's say, for example,、um, the reason that okay, I I got scammed that may seem exceptional、um, because most people don't get scammed. But if you break it down into let's say.、Um, Um, someone who is just very tired after a long workday and had a, have a beer, then maybe I'm not so exceptional, right? Maybe a lot of these people get scammed. Or if I break it down even further into someone who、um, is just having an extremely bad day, and you know, like if you try to break down all the little elements,、uh, maybe in the end you realize that、um, you are. Still not exceptional, right? Anyway, the point is, I think this is good news. The I don't have to plan so much. Eventually, I will fall into the、um, the bell curve, and that is that's great. So that's just <laughs> that's just something I've been thinking about. And、uh, if you think about the contrast between what a random person views you. How a random person views you versus how your dad views you when he's holding you for the first time, and you think about the ridiculous gap between these two views.、Um, I think a lot. I think you would be able to take a lot of things in life very, very lightly, including just yourself, which is not a bad thing because、um, I don't think. I I don't think taking yourself too seriously can do you any real good. At least in my state of mind right now, that's how I feel about it.、Um, and yeah, so that's one way to let go of things. I think. And yeah, I I also really like that meme where there's like a whole universe or a whole galaxy, and there's like a tiny tiny dot invisible.、Um, And there's this arrow that says, "This is you."、Um, what does it say? This is you complaining about some stuff, right? In the whole scheme, in the bigger scheme of things,、um, in in the entire universe, this is totally insignificant. That's kind of what、um, the only thing I like about physics class、uh, back in high school, because there's always this unit on cosmology and.、Um, I think there was this unit where you learn about the scale of things, and, <laughs> and yeah, it was so comforting to know how tiny you are, how insignificant you are. At least that's what I'm feeling、um, in my stage at this stage of my life. So yeah, I I I think I I drank I drank too much, <laughs> and it's getting a little bit late. So yeah. So that's it.、Um, don't treat yourself as that baby, and everything will feel a little bit better to you. I hope, at least I hope that for myself. And、um, have a nice weekend. And I hope to record something very very soon.、Um, so yeah, that's it. Goodbye.